Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, today we're going to jump back into another episode on our main topic for the week, which is the doctrine of man. And specifically on today's episode, I want to focus in on what exactly happened to us as humans as a result of the fall. What is it about us that is different? And what about our status as image bearers, because Genesis says very clearly that people are created in the image of God. And that is a status that is unique to humans, according to the Bible, meaning that because we are created in God's image, humans are not only unique in all of creation, but they have a value and a position within creation that is just not afforded to other members of the physical creation that God made. And so the question is, how exactly does that work? What was the image originally? And now what is the image now after the fall? So if you scour through biblical scholarship, if you read commentaries on Genesis and on other passages, you're you're basically going to encounter three different views about what exactly happened to the image of God in the fall and what kind of uh, fallout or consequences we're looking at today as a result of the fall. Really, you're going to find these first two in biblical scholarship, but I want to put a third one out there because it's, I think, very important and it deserves part to be part of the conversation. So the first option is that In the fall, the image of God, our status as image bearers, is basically erased. That the image is all but gone, and it is only restored after we accept Jesus and we become new creations. We are restored back to our status as image bearers. This is not a particularly... Uh, popular or or well-represented view today, and I think for good reason. There's just not a ton of biblical support uh, to, to lend credence to this idea that the image of God is just totally gone. Uh, that just doesn't seem to be the way that people get talked about in the Bible, even post-fall. I mean, the way that Jesus continues to talk about us and his great love for us and dying on the cross for us. It seems that we are worth uh, more than the rest of creation to him and that he's willing to to go to great, great lengths in order to uh, at least even create the potential of reestablishing that relationship. Now, the second option is one that you'll probably find as the most common take on this, and it's not that the image is erased, but rather that the image is effaced. And what I mean by that is that basically it is marred, it is maimed, it is lessened somehow. So picture a mirror where if the mirror were perfectly clear and you could see just with crystal clarity 
and then suddenly uh, something is thrown on that mirror. Or maybe let's do this. Let's say you go and you uh, you see a different mirror that's been sitting in a house and collecting dust, and it's become uh, maybe uh, a little bit dimmed by uh, time and the elements or whatever. You can still see a reflection in it, but it's not as clear. It's difficult to make out exactly what's there, and and you just can't see it as it's intended uh, to be used. It doesn't reflect reality as closely. That's the idea of the image of God being effaced. And there are quite a number of people who would hold this view that in the fall, the image of God is not removed, but it is lessened. It is dampened. There's something about us that just isn't quite what it should be anymore. And that, again, is true right up until we become Christians. We become saved. Now, there's a third view here. And as I said, it's not one that's super popular, but it happens to be the one that I think is correct. And that is that the image of God is perfectly intact after the fall. That precisely nothing has happened to affect the image of God in us as a result of the fall. And you might be thinking, wait, Steve, something obviously changed because it had to, right? We have a sin nature and all these other things, right? Well, there's a, this might be a little bit of review. I think we may have covered this in, in past podcasts, but a long time ago. So I want us to think for a minute about what it means to bear the image of God. What does it mean to be an image bearer? Well, there are a few things that it can't mean, even though it often gets associated with these things. Any capacity that you or I have, any ability, any feature of our humanity cannot be what the image of God is. It can't be our rational mind. It can't be consciousness. It can't be our morality. It can't be our creativity. It can't be any capability or capacity that we possess as humans. Why? Well, because if that is what the image of God is, then anyone who is disabled or has a diminished ability or capacity, or even people who just simply have not Uh, developed that capacity or ability yet, even if they will down the road. I'm thinking of babies and toddlers. That means that they are inherently less valuable, that they don't have as much of the image of God as the rest of us. That just doesn't seem right. If anything, the Bible would affirm that those who are deficient somehow in their physical or mental uh, capabilities are just as valuable to God, maybe even more so, because of the way that Jesus treats such people. Jesus does not overlook the poor, the sick, the disabled, the infirm, the blind, the deaf. He heals them. He restores them. He goes out of his way to interact with them, including children, that the kingdom of God is made up of such uh, as these, as Jesus says. And so, The image of God cannot be a capacity or an ability because those who just happen to not have it or had it but lost it or will have it but don't have it yet are in no way less valuable. They don't have less of the image of God. And so if it's not something that we possess and can therefore lose, uh, 
then what in the world is the image of God? Well, I think it is God's intention for us, his blueprint for what he intended and designed and desired human beings to be. And the fact that we in our sinfulness have strayed from what God's intentions are for humankind in no way changes what God's intentions for humankind is. In other words, even if the actual building, the architecture, is not what's on the blueprint, that in no way affects the blueprint. The blueprint is still the same. Our status as image bearers is still the same. What has changed is our ability to fulfill our status, our role, in the way that God intends. So the job hasn't changed. We're just not able to do the job anymore. We need to be restored. And that is what we're going to talk about in part three as we get more into the doctrine of man. 